0: Let's go. Hey there, welcome to Redefining Balance. I'm so excited that you're here to hang out with me today. You know, we talk a lot about parenting on this show, Well, we talk also a lot about health and career and all of the things that, you know, as working moms, we are trying to balance. But today we're talking a little bit more about parenting because let's face it, we all need more parenting advice. It is a hard thing to navigate. As moms, we don't always know what is the right thing to do, what is the right thing to say, what is the right direction we should be going in. And then sometimes we look back and that's where we have mom guilt, right? Because we're like, oh, I should have. I should have done this. I wish I would have done that. And it can kind of hold us hostage sometimes. But what if there was a better way? What if we could take the same kind of planning and intentionality we do with our career and reaching those career goals and put them into being a mom. That's exactly what we're gonna be talking about today as we have a special guest who's gonna walk us through the importance of making a family business plan. Now, if you've ever made a business plan before, it can be time-consuming and it can be rough on your brain for sure. Now, I have made business plans both for businesses and in my corporate career where we're just having to make some visions for our departments and it can be a lot of work. And sometimes afterwards, months afterwards, you're like, what was the really the value in doing that exercise? Because it didn't actually change anything. So today we're going to learn not only how to make that vision, but to how to actually make it mean something and carry out into your day to day. Today, I'm joined by Danielle Bateman, who is the owner and parenting coach at Wholeheartedly. She offers individualized one-on-one coaching, offering problem-solving support and accountability so you can better understand and connect with your littles. She's also the host of the Failing Motherhood podcast, working to normalize the struggle and share valuable stories of feeling like a failure, reminding you that you are the parent your child actually needs. Now, before I get into my conversation with Danielle, I do want to remind you that next week we start into our holiday sanity series, which I am so excited about. This is like the fourth or fifth year we've done the holiday sanity series. And I'm super, super excited because we are going to be addressing a lot of the main concerns that we have been hearing in our Facebook community from other moms just like you and kind of like what's going on this year with the holidays and how can we really keep Christ at the center of everything and keep our sanity through it all. So if you haven't yet subscribed to the show, make sure that you do so you don't miss out on that series. And we have our free course and resources to help you plan the best holiday ever coming up inside the Your Life Rocks app. So make sure you download that as well. All right, you guys, you want to make sure you get out your notebooks, get out your pens, because Danielle brings some great wisdom for you today, some great action items. So let's get into my conversation with Danielle. Danielle, welcome to Redefining Balance podcast. I am so excited to be learning from you today because you have really brought a great conversation. But before we get into all of your parenting wisdom and strategies and all of the goodness, tell us a little bit more about who you are.
1: Hi, Jenny. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, Yeah, my name is Danielle Bettman. I have two daughters. They're seven and six. And I've been married to my husband for like 11 years, but we've been together for almost 18 at this point. We were high school sweethearts. And I live in the middle of the Midwest in Nebraska. I have a teaching degree and I love pouring into what's best for kids. And now I do that by meeting parents' needs because they're the ones meeting their kids' needs and just helping empower parents with more um, effective tools and strategies for how to manage some of those, especially strong-willed behaviors, and then um, just helping them feel like they know what they're doing because this parenting thing is Real hard, especially in a <laughs> pandemic. Um, that's understatement of the year. But. Yeah, yeah, it
0: definitely is. Oh my gosh, it is hard, and it's it's always been hard, but especially with right? everything that's going on in this world right now, with all of the extra emotions and thoughts. Like I don't know, it's just like a whole hard thing to navigate your kids
1: through. It's hard enough to navigate ourselves through, but even our right? kids is like so much harder. Yes, exactly. We have basically been set up to fail in all of the ways, which is the heart of my podcast called Failing Motherhood, which normalizes that idea of like, yeah, feeling like you're failing is part of it. <laughs> so yeah. let's talk about that. And let's make sure we know that we're, we're not alone in that and, and know like, what are the things that we can take hold of and that can anchor us right now. Because yeah, life is bananas.
0: Absolutely. It is bananas. But I I strongly believe it doesn't have to be if we can equip ourselves with the right tips and inspiration. And really, a lot of it has to come with like our mindset and where we're focusing our mind on. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's been a huge thing for me this morning and my devotions is making sure that my mind is focused on God and being thankful for everything that He is doing, even in the chaos and when everything is bananas. I think that there's always some good that we can look to. Now, having two young girls that are close in age Mm -hmm. and working and doing all of the things and doing COVID, what Mm -hmm. does balance look like for you? How are you defining balance for yourself these days?
1: Yeah, that is one aspect of how I love working for myself is that I get to define what that looks like. And I love that freedom, even though I'm working probably more than I would be and at all odd hours. (laughs) But I love getting to create my schedule based on our family's lives and get to use the anchors of when are the best times that I want to be present with my kids and I, you know, make myself available and we make plans of what we're going to do after school or what we're going to do on the weekend. And then, you know, I'm fine with putting them to bed and going back to work. So balance for me looks like just going with the flow of kind of accepting life as is and saying, okay, how can I maximize what we have to work with? Because my husband works weekends. We don't actually get a whole lot of family time. But, you know, we just use the pockets of time that we have and we don't really fill our plates with a whole lot else. Like we're not in any extracurriculars right now. I mean, we're just really not even seeing people still with <laughs> numbers in our area are like at the highest point they've ever been. Um, and ICUs are hitting capacity. So we're laying low and and that's okay. We're just kind of making the best of that with, yeah, just taking day by day and having lots of gratitude. You know, and the thing I love about what you said is is really almost kind of doing the best you can
0: with where you are. Because, you know, while you're very blessed to be able to work for yourself and kind of have Mm -hmm. that flexibility, not everyone has that. But I do think that regardless of the circumstance, doing the best with what you have available and being super intentional about those things and where you want to still spend your pockets of time, I think is really, really important.
1: Yes, everybody can do that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Regardless of of the scenarios. I mean, we I work for myself as well. My husband does too. We own a couple businesses together. So, we're real close as a family <laughs> all the time, which is awesome, but at the same time it's a little bit chaotic and crazy sometimes and I'm sure um yeah, our weekends are are a little bit off. We've decided to homeschool our kids this year, so we've moved them to our weekends cuz we we work Saturdays and Sundays and so our weekends now are Monday and Tuesday which is still hard to wrap my head around <laughs> because it's just so <laughs> outside of the normal but you know we yeah. kind of get into these patterns i think of what we expect and 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 what we feel like is normal but i think having that freedom of realizing that you can create A normal for yourself. You can create something that your whole family kind of sticks to that kind of lives into what you want your family to be all about, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Yes. Creating that plan of what we want our family to be about. Regardless of outside circumstances, we can kind of control those internal things. Now, Danielle, you have a family business plan that you teach people to write, which sounds... I'll be honest, I've written a couple of business plans in the corporate world for my departments and then also for my businesses. And they're always complicated and hard. <laughs> 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 and it's something sometimes that's a little bit difficult to, to work through, but they, I can definitely see the value in it. So talk to us a little bit about What exactly is a family business plan and why is it important for us to have that set up for ourselves?
1: yeah I love this idea because I was working through my own business plan for my company wholeheartedly and you know working through all these prompts and having to really think hard about what am I trying to do where do I want to go with this what is going to be unique about what I'm doing and how am I going to function like what are my values and like how am I going to present myself to the world and you know what am i really what's the big overarching thing and it was so thought provoking that while i was writing through some of these things i was thinking to myself like oh man what if every family got to sit down and have the intentionality that a process like this you know walks you through we would be able to take a lot more of our value system and a lot more of our mindsets and principles and get them to a place where we're applying them on the daily And having the confidence that that brings, having the clarity that that brings, and just having everyone on the same page, having a shared language, having the same level of clear communication, that would be a game changer. And so I kind of thought out some of the same types of conversational exercises, but imagining that a husband and wife would be working out. You know, some of these answers. And it evolved into this like six module family business plan. And it's not as complicated (laughs) uh, or as, you know, head mind blowing. You know, uh, it's pretty easy actually to talk about your family and how you function, but it kind of walks through similar areas. So it's, you know, your core values, it's your family identity, how you choose to spend your time and money. It's identifying end goals for what is this all for, you know, 20 years down the road. It's helping you have a reflective experience about your leadership style and how, you know, that affects the culture of your home. And then being able to write a mission statement that really embodies who you are and what you're trying to do. And then be able to break all that down to actually implementing it and feeling like you have a trajectory to get there. That's kind of the, the linchpin is being able to know, okay, right now when my kids are 2-1, and one, what does that look like to make sure that we're getting to the end goal that we want to at the end of this? Because it's so easy to get wrapped up into today and the current season and just to be really overwhelmed with potty training or whatever you have on your plate that all it takes is, you know, a couple blinks, blanks and your kids are 18 and you're like, what did I just do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For uh, sure. <laughs>
0: yeah. So my kids are 11 and 15, so I can definitely attest to the blinks,
1: <laughs> Right.
0: <laughs> my, my Google photos reminded me the other day. They're like, oh, look back on this day from like 2015. And I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, they were so little. It goes yeah. by so incredibly fast. And so I think fast. that this is so important to talk about when we're because a lot of the things that you just mentioned, you know, core values, identity, like those are really big visionary type, big picture things. Where And mm-hmm. I think sometimes as a parent, you know, our... We are given these newborn babies, and it's like, well, how do we feed them? How do we get them to sleep? And then, right. you know, it goes into potty training, and then it moves into preschool, and then like we get so wrapped up in the day to day of like what needs to be done to keep these people alive
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and functioning well, and you know, we get focused on what their future could look like and kind of what needs to be done for that. But really, as a family, I think that that's something that a lot of us uh, kind of miss when doing mm. that. So. Talk to us a little bit about the importance of having that vision versus jumping right into like the tactical to-dos that
1: need to be done. Yeah, I think we are pretty much winging it (laughs) day to day when it comes to most things of parenting because our kids are changing and keeping us on our toes every single day and it's really even hard to predict and be able to get ahead of their development and their milestones and what is going on with them that we are constantly feeling like we're catching up and so having sitting back and you know trying to hit pause by getting away for just little 1 hour spurts of having really really good conversations together you know like with your spouse that enables you to actually say, okay, so we know where we're at now, but 10 years from now, what is that going to look like? And when our kids are 25, what do we really, really, really have, will have wanted to instill in them value-wise and skill-wise? And what do we want to be true of their life and why? And being able to think through, okay, well, actually, it's not as important for me that they do this, but it's really important for me. That they know how to do this, or that they are this, then you can dial that back and say, "Okay, if that's true, and that's our end marker, then how do we get there? And then how, what does that look like today? And that will change what you know you do today, and tomorrow, and the next day, if you know where you're going with things, because we know like there's always kind of a path of least resistance, and you know, just doing the default is how we try to manage survival mode while parenting. And that's, you know, sometimes just all we have capacity for. But if we do that for all 18 years, we will probably look back and have some regrets or just have some ways that we know we could have showed up differently or could have done something better or wish that we would have done the thing we have said we were going to do all along and never got to. And this allows us to really know, okay, if, 10 years down the road, this is what we want things to look like. How can we get there? Let's make a plan. And then how do we act on that plan now? And then that will still maybe look the same as, let's say, implementing family chores. But you're going to maybe do it differently based on what your main goal with that is instead of it just being, you know, well, you need to be responsible, you know, chip in. Um, instead, you're going to look at it as, well, actually, we're creating belonging with this. So what would be a really good way to make this individualized and make this you know, a team effort? And it's just going to change the whole vibe and how it affects your family culture. And the main thing that we want want to be doing as parents is really focusing on everything that can strengthen the connection between us and our kids, because our relationship is the most influential tool we have for parenting. And I think when we have a family business plan backing us up, then we're going to do that really well, knowing that we're keeping the main thing, the main thing rather than constantly getting distracted or looking at the next nice shiny object or, you know, every season just doing what, you know, the family next door is doing or, constantly wondering, are we doing enough? Should we be doing this instead and second-guessing ourselves? There's a million ways that we're already going to be overthinking it. And so if we can just be really, really confident and clear about who we are and why that's different from the family next door and why that's okay and why that's actually beautiful that we're different, then you're going to be so much more confident in implementing it and doing the thing and and your kids will feed off of that vibe and get so much value from that. You know, it's I love everything that you're saying because it it definitely makes sense and I think that
0: it makes us all want to buy into it and and to do it. And I know, you know, for myself being married for 21 years and having kids that are a little bit older, even though we've never sat down and was like, "Okay, what what are our values? What do we want to raise our kids and we have kind of a natural because when i when we first started this conversation i was like gosh i wish i would have done this when my kids were a lot younger but as you're talking i was like well i mean i think we kind of found you know a little bit about what we value and how that kind of flows through into our actions of what we do with our kids. Mm -hmm. Um, But I definitely think that there's a huge value in kind of tightening it up, especially as my kids are in the teenage years or approaching one of my my youngest is approaching the teenage years Mm -hmm. um, of really dialing it in because there are so many choices. There are so many things pulling at them and pulling at us as parents. Right. So I love this idea and I can definitely see the value. But Talk to me a little bit about how we can get on the same page with our spouse because sometimes, even just scheduling a date night, or you know, like sometimes it feels like we're just two ships passing in the night and we're like right. <laughs> texting each other updates, you know, this is what's going on, or, um, yes. or when we can still five minutes, it's like, hey, I need you to talk to so and so about this, or you know, it's hard to kind of get out of that day to day to talk about something bigger vision. So, what tips or advice do you have for us? on creating that space and creating that time with our spouse in order to have some of these bigger conversations. Hey, sorry to interrupt the episode, but I wanted to let you know a little bit more about what's going on inside of our Fall Lifestyle Guide. Again, this is a completely, totally free resource available to you as a working mom. Not only are you gonna find tips and inspiration on all eight areas of life, but you're gonna find real practical tips of things that you can implement. For example, in our faith, it has actual prayers that you can be praying for our world right now. In your marriage, Our marriage expert, Kimberly Walton, gives you tips for being more effective in your marriage in less time. In parenting, we're creating balance for your kids. In career, I'm sharing software to really help you stay more productive at work For your home, how to handle all of the paper, your financial, evaluating your current financial health given everything that's been going on this year, your health, Lindsay Young gives us some tips to help you maximize your sleep. And then of course in friends and fun, it is fall. So we have ideas to help you really embrace the season for yourself, with your friends and with your spouse with some special date things. So I hope that you check that out right inside the Your Life Rocks app. You can find links to that in the show description. All right, now let's get back to our conversation.
1: Yeah, the struggle is real, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yes. And that is almost universal. And so I think it the we can start by normalizing that and saying, hey, we're all in that same boat. So one of the main factors that creates a, a disconnect between two. You know, parenting partners is that we are seeing our kids and their behavior and what's important to us from completely different lenses. And we know that because we know that we're, you know, two different personalities and we grew up in two different homes. But really, that wires like the first seven years of each of our individual lives had wired how we see the world and how we understand how we get our needs met and how we relate to other people. And that sometimes can be so subconscious that we don't realize that's what's getting in the way of us getting on the same page now that we're trying to create a new family identity and create, you know, plans for our kids because we're just seeing things so different. And usually there's at least one dynamic of a parent that's more on a lenient side. And then there's a parent that's more on a strict side and that parent's more worried about, respect and the other parents more worried about compassion. And then there's just like a dynamic that brews when those things don't get, you know, kind of talked through. And the main thing to remember is to give your spouse grace and believe in your heart that they absolutely want what's best for your kids. And when you're having an argument of what that looks like, you're talking about the semantics of it but you still are both on the same page at the end of the day because you absolutely are trying to do what you think based on your worldview is what's going to set your kids up for success or what's going to instill the right values or what's going to be the thing that makes them good human beings. And so you're both trying to do the same goal. It's just how does, what does that look like based on this season or that child? And that's what that's when you do need to ha- carve away time and have a conversation without that child in the room to say, why is this behavior bothering you so much? Or what, what is it about this that really makes you feel so strongly about it? And, you know, what do we both know about this kid that, you know, we need to create maybe like a plan C for? Because your plan A and my plan B are not working. (laughs) And we need to make a plan that's actually going to work for the kid that's in front of us, not whatever we thought things were going to look like before we ever started parenting. (laughs) Yeah, because it changes for sure. Yes, it's so different. And we need to be okay with accepting that and coming to new terms of what that looks like and knowing what battles are worth fighting and what things are just not worth micromanaging. You know, like... And it's, it's hard to make that all up in the moment of when you're trying to give a consequence or you know make a decision. You just really need to be able to hit pause and talk those things out. And once you can do that to create a plan and then have that shared language established and then be able to just give each other reminders of that, then you can go a little bit farther between those intentional conversations. But I still recommend having some sort of a rhythm or a ritual that either you have a connecting time once a week where you kind of touch base and say, how are we doing on these things? Or yeah, you have a monthly date night set aside where you do spend a little bit of time saying, okay, how's this going? How's this going? Do we need to come up with plan D or plan E? And then you know having even like a vacation that's just you maybe once or twice a year where you get to Revisit some of those you know end goals and and say, "Okay, what is that going to look like for this season now or this school year?" but those those conversations really are key because the longer you go in between them, the more things are just going to roll into some sort of a default that probably is veering off of what you were hoping for.
0: Yeah, I think that that's so good. And I love, too, that you talked about connecting even just a couple times a year again it kind of reminds you of like you know a corporate retreat you go on yeah. to kind of come back and be like okay remember these are what we value this is what our goals are and you know the winds have shifted a little bit so how are we going to adjust our sales to to make sure that we're still in alignment with our with our end goals and what we want to do and so this is what i love so much about having this business plan for our families is because it takes a lot of the principles that we we do every day at work that we know, you know, inside and out when we when we have a a career as a as a mom, but then takes those same skill sets and puts them into our family and then for me I would just think that that would create a little bit more balance because you're really kind of working in that same vibration both at home and at work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think that that could be really beneficial and I think too that the problem that I have with having these types of conversations with with my husband about our kids is that it is hard to not just jump right into the tactical and to remind ourselves of like, what is the end goal? What is the vision? What are those things that we that we hold dear, that we really want to be those guiding posts? So how do we kind of make that transition once we do have those things worked out into more of like the tactical? What does that look like? So if we say, for mm-hmm. example, it's really important that our kids know what kindness is about they are all about right. personal responsibility how do we take some of those values and move them into okay well we still got school and chores and all of these other things like how do we take those that bigger vision and bring it into reality into more of the practical
1: day-to-day life yeah that's the that's the true question so we can, you know, have all the great conversations, but if it never, if it never actually changes anything that we're doing, then um, then it wasn't helpful in the first place. So, yes. And that's
0: what happens sometimes when we do like these yes. big visionary things, you know, as it sits in
1: a mm-hmm. drawer and everyone right. forgets about it. Right. Yeah. You can print out a vision board and then, yeah, put it in your pocket and it never, <laughs> <laughs> it never exactly. comes true. Exactly. Um, so I think the the first piece that I have, parents think through is, okay, if you decided that these 10 values are like the most important 10 to your family and you've defined them and you know why, and you really want, you know, these maybe main five to be the things that embody your kids and the way that you, you know, work together as a family. Okay. So then I first have them reflect on how well are you embodying these values? and that's sometimes convicting. Oh, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> a want question. We things for our kids that we may not even be having ourselves. And that's not fair because we know that our kids are like that more is caught than taught. And they really are sponges to just how we live our lives even more than how they, what they pick up through conversation. So it's not fair to them to Expect a higher standard than we are willing to lead by example. And so we have to do kind of a reflection piece of what's my weakest link? Like, w- what of these values um, am I not doing a good job of focusing on? And then how can I work on that in a way that's visible to the kids that just says, hey, I'm trying to work on this more, you know, even have an accountability piece there that says, like, call me out, you know, and I'm trying to work on this, cheer me on in this. And that's going to be a huge way that that becomes something that they're cognizant of how they're living that out. And then from there, I would say, you know, really research because we have the resources of the internet, you know, Google how to teach kindness or how to teach bravery and you know find maybe a one parenting book for the year that really focuses on the you know one of your core values that will allow you to see that in its full potential of all of the ways that you can just work that into your day to day when you have that lens on that says okay if i'm really trying to teach kindness how can i make teaching moments of just everything that we're doing day to day. Because when you have that at the forefront of your mind, you're going to be more intentional in calling out, you know, making a big deal of somebody's compliment that they gave or finding a way to bring something over to the neighbor. And, or, you know, just, you're just going to find it when it's on the forefront of your mind. And one of the main ways that I make sure that the families that have gone through this process do that and keep those things on the forefront of their mind is by having a very succinct, Mission statement that is very easy to remember that they do go back to all of the time that they maybe, you know, put on their wall of their dining room that really keeps those things the main things that are going to come up every single day. And for my family, I found pictures on Etsy that I had um, frames that we put up in our house that have our core values listed out so that. We're constantly going back to, oh, remember, in our family, you know, we cheer each other on, or in our family, we do this, and we have kind of that shared language to go back to that we're repeating over and over and over and over, so that we know it's getting taught. We know that it's coming up in conversation. it's not staying in a drawer. so those things are i'm I'm always looking for books you know at the library that are around those values. I'm just always trying to. Uh, once I have them identified in their a short list, rather than trying to say, well, I'm just gonna make sure my kids are good people and and have like 30 ambiguous ideas of what that looks like, when you can really zero in on these are the things that are really important for me to teach, then I'm gonna I'm gonna be them and I'm going to, you know, teach them and we're going to talk about them and we're going to work them into our daily life without having to you know, make huge sweeping different decisions of what we're doing as a family because of it. But we're just going to maximize the daily moments 10 times more intentionally. I love that. And as you're talking, I was thinking it would be really awesome
0: too. like thinking about this in terms of a business or a department that you run or, you know, something Mm -hmm. along those, those lines, you know, having like a quarterly focus of like, this is the value that we're really going to focus on on this quarter and letting yourself Mm -hmm. like you said Mm -hmm. finding the books going to the library you know finding things around your home i was even thinking of of things that you could do with your kids that kind of allow them to talk a little bit more too about that particular value and how they're demonstrating it and i love that idea i think that that is so brilliant and and kind of taking the idea of running your your house like a business and and being the ceo of that to really letting that live out loud.
1: Yeah. And I I think that business like even if you haven't worked in a corporate world or you don't have your own business, I will say that if you're skeptical because your husband doesn't like to engage in conversations with you about parenting topics or they're just not willing to do the legwork, they do resonate with this idea more than even we do as wives because this is the way that men's brains are a little bit more wired. They really compartmentalize and have work as this completely separate category than home. But when you talk to them more analytically and logically about, you know, how can you maximize this business you're running, it clicks into a different gear and they're able to really see things differently than just you know, the the maybe the emotional side of the decision making or the overwhelm of the current season because they just can't, you know, connect with a newborn or they're just not, you know, seeing the same things you're seeing, it does create a much more quality conversation when you engage with them with like these types of prompts and this type of an analogy. It's just really fruitful for getting you both to think about things differently and, and much more intentionally. And it just really is is a great way to think about it.
0: Yeah, I mean even for someone like myself who I've always been very career focused and I am a little bit more analytical, this I think helps click for me on how I can be a better mom because sometimes I'm like I don't know. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what to do or how to how to help them and you know and, and I think sometimes when you have more of a strategy that you can go to, uh it definitely does feel like you have at least some kind of a plan. So like you said before, we're not just winging it, which I think is really important. Yes, absolutely. So Danielle, this has been such great information. Now, if people want to do something like this for themselves, but they're kind of like, when in the world would I have time? Like, Talk Mm -hmm. to us a little bit about the time commitment and doing a business plan like this for our family and, and what that looks like to initially set it up.
1: Yeah. So the way that I have it structured is six different pieces, which would be six different conversations. And every client family that I am personally working with one-on-one, we carve out an hour every two weeks that allows us to go through this six-module process, as well as having really practical conversations about problem-solving behaviors and just helping them stay calm and, and creating a lot more structure for how to set them up for success as a family. And so that's like a, you know, three in three months, having one hour every two weeks, then you go through that process through that three, three months of coaching. But if, if your kids are genuinely great right now, <laughs> which I would, I tell me your ways, if you if you <laughs> right. just want this aspect of it, then I have created an online course aspect that has video teaching for each of the six aspects. And those videos are just about 20 minutes. And then it has a packet of like maybe two or three pages that have like the kind of the questions to talk through. And I would say to a lot about a half hour Of working through that homework for each piece. So it still is about, you know, six hours worth of content, but you can spread that out for as long as you need. Uh, If you can only do one a month, then it's, you know, on demand uh, based on your schedule. But I think when you are really trying to see the importance of working something into your schedule, then you can find the time, you know, on a Sunday night at nine o'clock and say, like, let's, let's do let's do the thing. And when you were both in that mindset of, okay, we, we anticipated it, we put it on the calendar. We're not going to let it you know, go just because we're tired. It's worth it. Like you do the most, I think the most important things that we look back and we say, I'm so glad I did that were things that we had to physically carve out the opportunity to do, you know, because it's yeah. never just like, Oh, great. Like that's, you know, it's so easy to do it's the things that are most valuable in life that we really do have to fight for so you know if you if you see the value in it and you know that it's going to have a foundational payoff for you know 18 20 years down the road it's worth having a every other week you know conversation for a month or two to really get it going so i would say you know expect about 6 hours worth of time to set aside and you can do that every two weeks you know, with me, or you can do that on your own through watching the videos. But either way, that's kind of what the commitment would look like. Okay, okay. And I, you know, it's interesting because I think, like you said,
0: it, anything of value is worth it. It's worth the the investment of your time to do. And I was just thinking, like, this is really not just about like helping you in the here and now or ten years from now, but it really can be like a legacy because by you taking mm-hmm. the intention of doing this for your kids it sets them up to be able to do the same thing with their kids. And so it can really change the trajectory for generations to come in creating a yes. legacy of, of intentionality and values within your family line, which I think is a, so priceless.
1: Yes. When we really can maximize and own the amount of influence that we have as parents, I think we... It's, it's absolutely priceless like you said. But you know, one of the the most defining aspects of being able to set your kids up to whether they're teen years is making sure that they know that they have unconditional love at home and that they have a full sense of belonging within something that's bigger than them already at your house that they don't have to look outside themselves for. And we know that kids from broken homes end up in places like gangs because of that belonging factor. Like it's so powerful and we need that so badly as humans that we can do a really good job of instilling that within our kids when we have just a few parameters that we set up to really keep us on track with that and have structure to that. And we can do that really well with a plan like this, knowing that we're checking that box, You know, and we want any reason to think that we're doing a good job as a parent but I think that that's just something that we don't fully even realize the value of um, until you look back and and just see how how much that poured into a child's you know self worth or their own identity and um, and it really is just really meaningful work. I sign off all my emails and I say, "Remember the worth of your work," because <laughs> uh, as parents, like it really is, and it's so um, exhausting and monotonous and mundane, but. When you look at it big picture, it can set us on fire for, you know, just how much value there is in all of the day-to-day things we're doing.
0: So true. So true. Well, Danielle, where can people learn more about you and about the services that you offer within a
1: family business plan? Yeah. My website is parenting dot com. And if you go there, you can find my podcast, Failing Motherhood. You can find the click Click where it says work with me and find more about the one-on-one coaching aspect. That's all virtual. Or you can go to com slash family-business-plan. dash dash And that's where you can learn even more about what that content looks like and how to get the video course if that's the way that you want to go about doing that. But then come find me on Instagram. I am at parent underscore wholeheartedly. And I would love to um, love for you to say hi in the DMs. That's where I love to hang out in my stories. And so that's the kind of the best way to find me. Awesome. Awesome. And we will link to everything
0: that Danielle just mentioned down below in the show description. Danielle, thanks so much for coming on the show and for sharing such valuable wisdom with all of us that I think like I said, it really can change the trajectory of generations to come in our family. And I think it's something really important and really valuable to make that sacrifice of the time to set this kind of thing up. And thank you so much for all of the work that you're doing to help parents navigate the waters that are a little bit scary sometimes because it really (laughs) is valuable. So thank you so much for all you do.
1: Yes, it's absolutely my pleasure. And if you, if you're not ready for any of that right now, I have created a Affirmation, that is just a one pager that can help you stay centered on making sure you remember the worth of that work and and that you're being the parent that you want to be. So if you're interested in an affirmation and just like a little daily checklist of things you can do every day to be intentional, um, you can find that free gift at parentingwholeheartedly.com slash affirmation. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: Hey, just because the episode's over doesn't mean we have to stop hanging out. Head on over to Instagram and follow me there. You can find me at your.life.rocks. Or if you're more of a Facebook kind of girl, join our community of working Christian moms just like you. You can search Your Life Rocks over on Facebook and connect with us there. And if you're ready to truly create lasting balance and get results in your life, maybe it's time for you to join Life Balance Membership download the Your Life Rocks app in iTunes or in Google Play. You can upgrade to the membership right inside the app. And if you're looking for more resources to help you create more balance, head on over to yourliferocks.com.